Welcome to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney. This is episode number 68 of the podcast. And in this edition of the podcast, we have to talk about the postseason struggles of one of the best pitchers of this era. That's right, folks. I'm talking about Clayton Kershaw, who again gave up two homers in a pivotal game five for the Dodgers, who will not be making a trip to the World Series for the first time in three years. They are not going to the World Series, and a lot of the blame is going to be on the shoulders of one Clayton Kershaw. Before I dive into the struggles and the statistics that show you the struggles of Clayton Kershaw in the postseason, let's look at the stats that made him the most dominant pitcher of this era. Clayton Kershaw is 169 and 74 with a 2.44 earn run average, an eight time All Star, and three times he has led the National League in wins, three times in strikeouts, five times in ERA. He is the NL MVP in 2014. He pitched a no hitter, and that's all within 12 years, and he averages 17 wins a season. He averages 17 wins a season in his 12 years in the big leagues. So that's all around brilliant. There is nothing in the regular season that Clayton Kershaw has not done. He has even hit a few home runs if you want to add that to his resume. One more time, 169 and 74. 2.44 2.44 ERA, eight-time All-Star, three-time led the league in wins, three times in strikeouts, five times in ERA. He's won an MVP, he's pitch or no-hitter, and in 12 years in the big leagues, he averages 17 wins a season. He is the perfect pitcher. Every team in baseball would want Clayton Kershaw on their roster. There is no flaws to his game except one thing. When it comes to postseason baseball, when it comes to games that matters the most, Clayton Kershaw more often than not comes up pretty small and I have the statistics to back this up in the postseason one Clayton Kershaw is 9-11 with a 4.43 ERA he is a losing record in the postseason which is baffling for a guy with so much of his talent and again all the comparisons to Sandy Koufax in the world he some people in their eyes he's the best pitcher in Dodgers franchise history but unlike Sandy Koufax unlike so many of their other star pitchers he has come up small in the postseason. Unlike Oral Hershiser, unlike Don Drysdale, again, unlike Koufax, he does not come up big in the postseason where most of the other Dodgers star pitchers shine best. Oral Hershiser is known as the opposite of Clayton Kershaw, a guy not so dominant in the regular season who thrives in the biggest moments. Oral Hershiser was a big game pitcher. No one has ever described Clayton Kershaw as a big game pitcher. That is the one fatal flaw. And how about a lot of these people are bringing up the 9-11 and record? Let's bring up round by round in the playoffs how Clayton Kershaw does. In the National League Division Series, the first round of the playoffs, career, Clayton Kershaw is 5-4 with a 3.99 ERA. That's okay, but again, that's not the usual 2.44 ERA standard, and he's only one game above 500 in the first round. Then we go to the championship series. This is going in for a trip to the World Series. Clayton Kershaw is three and five with a 4.61 ERA. Okay, that's kind of dicey. That's when we start to see he's not even close to the same pitcher. But then in the World Series, where the stakes are the highest, he's been to the World Series twice now. 
He is 1-2 with a 5.61 ERA. To me, this is the thing you can criticize Clayton Kershaw the most for. When the games get bigger, when they matter most, when they go deeper into the rounds, when it's costing the Dodgers a World Series or not, Clayton Kershaw has come up smaller and smaller. He doesn't rise to the occasion. He doesn't do better when the rounds change. He gets worse. In the in the DS, the division series, he's an okay pitcher. In the championship series, he starts to falter. And in the World Series, he's downright terrible. That's the most alarming thing when it comes to Clayton Kershaw. The bigger the moment, the less shining Clayton Kershaw does. I do, however, not think all of his postseason issues are his fault. In four postseasons in a row, his first four trips to the postseason, Clayton Kershaw had to pitch on three days of rest. And for most people who don't understand this, pitching on three days of rest when the normal rest days is five is a big change, especially for pitchers in this era. We live in an era where a guy throws 100 pitches in five innings, and we think he's done a good job. And the Dodgers have basically asked Kershaw to do that on three days rest when he's not used to doing that at all during the regular season. Part of the biggest issue with the Kershaw struggling in the postseason is that the Dodgers have never faced this issue head on. They have never acknowledged his postseason struggles. They just throw him out there in the biggest moments ever, acting like there's no real issue there. They have never said there. Of course, they can't throw him under the bus and say, Clayton Kershaw, you're not good at the postseason. They can at least avoid using him in the biggest moments when it matters most because surely they they can see with all their stack guys and with all their nerd guys that this guy does not do well in the postseason and they keep ignoring that fact to the point where this season their best pitchers were Walker Buehler and Hung Jin Ryu but then when it mattered most they went to Clayton Kershaw in a pivotal game five moment that's the most alarming thing about this this is why the Dodgers are at fault just as much as Clayton Kershaw they ha- they have to come to acknowledge the fact that their star pitcher their ace is just not that good in these moments. They need to avoid using him in these moments if they want to keep him on this team. I mean, you just you can't ignore the fact that those numbers I said are real, that he struggles in the big, gigantic postseason moments. And if this Dodgers team is ever going to win a World Series, more likely than not, Clayton Kershaw will not be a huge part of that postseason team. By the way, Clayton Kershaw is not the first great baseball superstar to struggle in the biggest moments. David Price, of course, struggled in the biggest moments. He's 5-9 with a 4.62 ERA, even though he had a redemption with the Red Sox last season. His postseason struggles are not that far behind him. And then you also have Barry Bonds and Alex Rodriguez. Alex Rodriguez has a .259 career batting average in the postseason, and Barry Bonds is hitting an abysmal .245 in the postseason. Barry Bonds only had one trip to the World Series, and they did not end up winning it. And A-Rod, again, he redeemed himself on the 2009 New York Yankees team, but most of his struggles are real. 259, A-Rod's way better career batting average than 259. Barry Bonds is considered by most the best hitter in baseball history with a 245 batting average in the postseason. Those numbers don't quite live up to the hype. And Clayton Kershaw is not the first pitcher to struggle in the biggest moments. Jake P. 
Stevie had his struggles in the postseason. Roger Clemens wasn't always great in the postseason. Pedro Martinez had some ups and downs postseason moments. The issue with Clayton Kershaw is they are all down moments to this point. But I do think some of the issue is the Dodgers keep using him in those moments. They've got to learn and realize he's just not the same Clayton Kershaw in the regular season with that 2.44 ERA and that MVP guy. He's not that guy when it matters most. And that's the biggest issue here. How do you keep him on your team and also realize that you you need him, but you don't need him in that way. I mean, this is the biggest issue going on. What did the Dodgers really do with Clayton Kershaw? For instance, the moment he gave up the home run to Anthony Rendon, he should not have been able to face Juan Soto. Dave Roberts should have brought in Anthony Clorac to face Juan Soto. Anthony Clorac's had free appearances in the postseason at that point, and they were all to get out Juan Soto. So why would you change the plan to let Clayton Kershaw face Juan Soto? You have Dave Roberts has to realize Clayton Kershaw is not that guy. And the saddest thing about all of this is that I don't think Clayton Kershaw's struggles are going to go away. Yes, he was 16-5 and in the regular season. He's not the MVP Clayton Kershaw anymore. His stuff is not there. He's not going to be able to throw 90s, 5s anymore fastballs. He's not going to be that same pitcher, and the Dodgers cannot keep using him in that same way. Hunchin Ryu, Walker Bueller, they were better pitchers this po- this season and postseason than Clayton Kershaw. The Dodgers have to stop treating him like their ace pitcher, because in reality, he's not Walker Bueller is. I-, I watch a lot of MLB Network, and I watch a lot of baseball during the regular season, and one of the tireless narratives that was being played was that when the postseason hit, the Dodgers' biggest issue was either going to be Clayton Kershaw or Kenley Jansen. And many people thought that Kenley Jansen was going to be their biggest postseason issue. Although, Kenley Jansen has a career 16 career saves in the postseason with a 2.01 ERA. His criticism seems unjustified. He was only really terrible against the the Boston Red Sox. We kind of ignored Clayton Kershaw's postseason madness all season long. Everyone thought Kenley Jansen was going to be the their biggest issue. They all thought in the back of their mind that maybe Clayton Kershaw hadn't gotten over it, but I even think fans allow themselves this idea that Clayton Kershaw is going to get over it. Where we were blaming Kenley Jansen, who's really only had one bad postseason moment, because in the back of our minds, we just can't believe that Clayton Kershaw, the best pitcher of our era, is not going to get it together during the postseason. And the sad matter of the fact is he's probably never going to get it Together in the postseason, he's always going to be really good in the regular season, but I truly do not believe Clayton Kershaw is ever going to have a dominant five starts in a row or whatever kind of run in the postseason that's going to make you forget all of the issues he's had in the postseason. He has been there nine times. He is nine and 11. I gave you those stats. His ERA bumps every trip. They go further into the postseason. He is not going to change his ways now. I think there's also this narrative that this is really mean to be pointing out Clayton Kershaw's biggest flaws, and he's one of the best athletes ever, and this is mean, and you can feel bad about criticizing him, but the ma- the fact of the matter is Clayton Kershaw makes $31 million a year. His job is to be an ace, and an ace comes up big in the playoffs, or at the very least, he's not a hindrance to the team. It would be one thing if Clayton Kershaw wasn't so great in the postseason, and it wasn't the biggest issue for the Dodgers, but time 
time and time again. I remember that postseason against the Cubs. He was the biggest issue. This year, he was the biggest issue. If he had gotten one of those two outs, we wouldn't even have this conversation. He gave up the two biggest home runs of the season the Dodgers gave up. That is a that is the truth. No one is saying, Clayton Kershaw, I need you to throw a complete game no-hitter. How about just have an ERA of three? If your career ERA is 2.44, but then in the postseason, it's not even close to that. It's 4.43. I think we have a real issue here. He's not even half of the guy he is in the regular season. I'm not asking him to throw complete game shutouts. I'm not even asking him to be Madison Bumgarner or Chris Carpenter or some of the best postseason pitchers of all time. How about give me five innings and not give up home runs? Clint Kershaw has given up home runs in the biggest moments of the postseason. He gave up home runs to the Cubs. He gave up home run to the Dodgers. He's part of the reason the Dodgers, one of the biggest reasons why the Dodgers don't have a World Series ring. That is the truth. And he has paid $31 million. I'm not telling you, you don't even have to be that ace pitcher, but you can't be a hindrance to the team. And at this point, there is no doubt about it. Clayton Kershaw is one of the biggest hindrances to the Dodgers winning a World Series championship. And that's the biggest issue going forward with the Dodgers and with this core group is can you ever really rely on Clayton Kershaw when it matters most? And to me, the answer to that is no. We will have to see what their answer to that is. Moving forward, though, if they keep using him in these situations and they keep getting burned, you're not going to feel bad for him and you're not going to feel bad for them at all. Clayton Kershaw is signed for two more seasons, but the Dodgers have legitimate reasons to walk away from their biggest star at 33 years old or make him take a gigantic pay cut. You cannot keep paying Clayton Kershaw like he's the best pitcher on the planet if he doesn't come up big in the biggest moments in in franchise history at this point. The Dodgers have not won a World Series since 1988 and they are spenders. They spend a lot of money, $31 million on Clayton Kershaw. They're going to have to pay some of their stars. They're going to have to pay Cody Bellinger. They're going to have to pay Corey Seager. They're going to have to pay Walker Bueller. Are you going to keep paying Clayton Kershaw to? Yes, of course, he's brilliant in the regular season, and I cannot deny his brilliance. He's achieved everything in the regular season a pitcher can and will ever be able to do in the regular season. But in the postseason, he's not good. He is not good at all and has to be reckoned with at some point. You cannot keep paying him like an ace pitcher when in my mind, he's not an ace pitcher. He is one of the best pitchers ever, but he is not a true ace. A true ace to me can pitch great in any moment. And Clayton Kershaw cannot pitch great in any moment because in the postseason, he cannot pitch great. And that's the biggest moment of all. I do want to say that I do believe Clayton Kershaw is a Hall of Fame pitcher. I just, in my mind, he is not a true ace pitcher. But there's one comparison that needs to stop being made, and that is the comparison to Sandy Kovacs. The only thing you can say about them is that they're both brilliant in the regular season, and they're both great left-handed pitchers. But guess what? The better than Koufax narrative needs to stop being made because it doesn't hold up in the postseason. In the postseason, Koufax was four and three with a .95 ERA and four World Series titles. Again, this is a different era. I know it's different. Clayton Kershaw has to pitch in the division series. He has to pitch in the championship series. He has to pitch in the World Series. Sandy Koufax's appearances are all in the World Series. That's all he pitched in was World Series. And maybe Clayton Kershaw would be thriving in that. But you can't make 
make that comparison because he just doesn't come up big in any of those moments. Clint Kershaw does not have a great signature postseason moment. He doesn't have a complete game. He, again, nobody has complete games anymore. He's just not even brilliant in any of those moments. His ERA is four in every single round of the postseason. He's not even close. I can't even make the debate that he's close to being as good as Sandy Kovacs in the postseason. He's just not. He's really... He's just as good as him in the regular season, but in the postseason and because of the postseason alone, I can no longer make the comparison of Clayton Kershaw to Sandy Kovacs. I think Clayton Kershaw is a top five Dodgers pitcher, but I do not believe he deserves the title of best Dodgers pitcher until or if ever he helps them win a World Series title. He cannot be He's not even as good as Oral Hershiser. if we're going to... Come on, Oral Hershiser was the biggest reason the Dodgers won a, a World Series in 1988. Will Clayton Kershaw ever be the biggest reason the Dodgers win anything? The answer up until this point looks like it's going to be a no. Fernando Valenzuela, I mean, these guys that just helped the Dodgers win postseason games, Don Drysdale, Sandy Kovacs, these guys were dominant postseason pitchers, and Clayton Kershaw is not even a regular really good starting pitcher. He's phenomenally terrible when the moments become big, bigger and bigger. He's he gets worse. He doesn't stay the same. He gets worse. He's not even average. He's a below average starting pitcher in postseason play. That is the truth of it all and he's still one of the best pitchers of all time. He's going to go into the the Hall of Fame, but that postseason speech, if he doesn't have a World Series title, is going to be really awkward if his postseason record continues to be below 500. And there are pitchers who are in the Hall of Fame with below 500 postseason records. Tom Glavin and Greg Maddox have below postseason 500 records, but the difference is they have a title and and, and they, they do have the 300 game wins. I mean, I don't think Clayton Kershaw is going to get to 300 wins. He's only at 169, so he's not going to have the 300 wins and he's going to have like a really bad postseason record. Now, he's still a Hall of Fame pitcher in my mind, but he's not a true ace to the Dodgers because a true ace to me can pitch big in any big game. And Clayton Kershaw is not a big game pitcher. He's not James Shields. He's not Josh Beckett. He is an ace who is really dominant in the regular season, but below average in the postseason. And we need to stop putting him in those moments, Dodgers. Stop putting him in those moments. Stop relying on him. And I again, I want to I preface this by saying I don't think this is all of Clayton Kershaw's fault. The fact that the Dodgers used him in four straight postseasons on short rest again that cannot be ignored that he was asked to be a dominant postseason pitcher when he was not one the Dodgers have never and will never reconcile with the fact that Clayton Kershaw is not a good postseason pitcher and that's why his postseason failures are just as much their fault as they are his and this part this podcast might seem mean I'm not here to ruin the reputation of Clayton Kershaw or make fun of him. I think it's kind of sad that the best postseason pitcher of our time is not good in the postseason moments, and the best hitter of our time, Mike Trout, is never in the postseason. I mean, this era of baseball, we're going to have to look back, and we're going to have to look at the stats of Clayton Kershaw and the stats of Mike Trout, and we're going to say they're the, they're the titans of the game. But there's a real 
chance that neither of these two people will ever feature postseason success with their teams. Doesn't look like the Angels are going to win the World Series anytime soon, and it doesn't look like Lane Kershaw is going to come up big for the Dodgers anytime soon. So the two titans of this era will probably not have huge postseason success if they stay with their current teams in LA. That may be the saddest thing of all. I'm not here to ruin Clayton Kershaw. I'm not here to say he's not a really good pitcher because he is a great pitcher. He just doesn't come up big in the big games. That's a fact. That's not an opinion. It's just a fact. I still rooted for A-Rod even though he shrunk in the biggest moments and I still root for Clayton Kershaw even though you can see he shrinks in the biggest moments. It is a detriment to his career. It's He can't be considered the best best pitcher of all time because of that. But is Clayton Kershaw still a one a top 100 baseball player ever? Yes, he's won an MVP. He's thrown a no-hitter. Five times he led the league in ERA. He's 169 and 74 with a 2.55 ERA. He is by far the best regular season pitcher of this era. It's just when it matters most, he's not going to be talked about in that John Lester John Lackey, those postseason pitchers, Andy Pettit, he doesn't even compare to those guys. Those guys pitched big in big moments. And I guess you'd have to ask the question, would you rather the Madison Bumgarner or the Clayton Kershaw? You have to answer that. I can't answer that for myself. I'd rather Madison Bumgarner. I don't think all people are like that. And I don't think his postseason failures, again, are all his fault. Again, the Dodgers have never reconciled with the fact that their biggest star can't, can't, come up big on the biggest stage. That's the biggest issue here, is that the team keeps using him in those moments. Know your role. Know who he is. You know Clayton Kershaw at this point. You must know. You're seeing what we're seeing, and they still use him in the biggest moments ever, and it's just baffling to see time and time again. The case for Clayton Kershaw to be the best pitcher of all time, to me, is over. Even if he has one really good stretch in the postseason, you can't erase all of his failures. You can't erase those nine trips to the postseason where he fell up short, where this Dodgers team is talented enough to have won two or three World Series at this point. This is on Clayton Kershaw at this point. It is. It's on Clayton Kershaw. He cannot be the best pitcher in Dodgers history, and he cannot be the best pitcher in the history of the game. He just can't be... Either of those two things, and to me, that's really sad. But again, the saddest thing of all is that he does come up short in the biggest moments because he is a brilliant pitcher, and to take away his brilliance, I think, is the wrong idea. I, I'm not trying to take away anything from Clayton Kershaw. I think it's more sad than I, I don't get any joy out of his postseason failures. It's just the truth, and the truth needs to be said that although Clayton Kershaw is the best pitcher of his era he comes up small in the biggest moments and I don't think I don't think we can ever truly forget I think his postseason failures will haunt the career and the legacy of Clayton Kershaw I am a fan of Clayton Kershaw but his ranking as one of the all-time best starting pitchers ever is at best complicated. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm Cam McKinney. There will be a new episode of the Head to Head Podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe. <music>